You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time it is in the world, wherever you are tuning in from. I have Franklin Stoker, and I don't know if I'm saying that right. Am I Franklin? Uh, good morning. Yeah, it's uh, Franklin Stoker. That's that's what we Perfect. <laughs> there are far more difficult names to pronounce in the tennis world. That yeah, is for I think sure. So, yeah. yeah, including for me, Botic van der Zandstrup. Can you tell me? Well, the, if you want to pronounce it in the Dutch way, it's Botik van de Sandschulp. So it's a sch. That's I think that's the, the different, uh, the difficult part. Uh, One thing that I noticed is you say Botik rather than Botic. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's. I think it's the the more Dutch way to say it, uh, Botik. Um, and if you want to do it an international way, uh, maybe you can say Botic, but uh, or Botic, but uh, he prefers Bot uh, Botic. So, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, he even asked. Uh, he got uh, even the question his last name, where that came from. Um, that was during that US Open run uh, two years ago, mm-hmm. when he got his breakthrough. Uh, mm-hmm. But even he, he, he couldn't explain it. He, he didn't know what what. Zandschulp, where that came from, what 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 is the, the historical thing behind it? So, but yeah, okay. okay, yeah. Where where is he from, Franklin? Do you know exactly? Uh, yes, he's from uh, Veenendaal. That's uh, in in the middle of the Netherlands, uh, a small town uh, where he grew up uh, at the local tennis club. Um, was uh, he, he he was a, a big talent, uh, of course. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's not that that he, he yeah it, it's just an uh, a small a small town uh, where he, yeah where he still is around. Uh, he likes uh, to be there at the at the local tennis camp sometimes. 
he's, he's, he's showing his face there. And uh, yeah, that's that's quite it. It's, it's, it's not that he's from the big city or from Amsterdam, Rotterdam or things like that. Franklin, tell me some things about you. You are, well, tell me who you are. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Frank Lennon and I'm now sticking around in journalism uh, for around, I would say, 12, 13 years. Um, yeah, I started uh, doing some uh, things in football, mm -hmm. writing about it, uh, especially that. And uh, But tennis has always been, uh, yeah, my, my, how do you say it, natural habit Happy or time. yeah uh, just uh it was just for me it's easy to follow and um yeah i'm following that now uh in a fresh professional way also uh, about 10 years or so a little bit longer um at first i uh did some freelance work uh, also traveled uh, at the tour the tennis tour uh, in uh, it was 2011 visit uh, uh some slams uh and um also some tournaments in Madrid I've been to, and uh, also Estoril, the smaller tournament. Uh, and uh, yeah, that was that was my first uh, introduction into the the, the, the the international tennis world, and uh, yeah, to get uh, a good yeah feeling how things worked. And uh, but now I'm already uh, yeah a little bit further, and uh, yeah, it's uh, I really I really like it, and I, I really love it too. To, doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Where does tennis rank in the Netherlands? Like, is it, I mean, we've obviously no football is, is number one, I guess. And and how popular is tennis? I mean, I remember Richard Krajcek uh, in the early 90s, or I think it was early 90s when he won Wimbledon. Um, I mean, where where is tennis in, in the Netherlands right now? Well, you have to see it. Uh, football, uh, cycling, uh, speed skating. Those are the sports which which are really uh, famous in the Netherlands and, and, and also which get the the most attention. Uh, what what you are seeing now, like tennis, is maybe the the fifth sixth sport in the country. Mm -hmm. But with 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 the rise of of van der Zandschulp and also eh, Greek Greek sport, you see the interest is is now uh, going uh, yeah is, is rising. Uh, of course, we had Kiki Bertens uh, a couple yeah. of years ago, uh, yeah. and also with with her achievements, you also saw that that the popularity of tennis uh, quickly uh, rises, rose. So, yeah, it all has all uh, it uh, most of the time it just has to do with with if players uh, doing well international at the highest level, especially at the Grand Slams. Then the attention, uh, yeah, is getting higher and higher, and especially at, at the Grand Slams. Here in the Netherlands, if, for example, uh, Kiki won Madrid a couple mm -hmm. of years ago, I think it was 2019 against Kvitova in in the finals, which was a, bi a big achievement. Um, but here in the Netherlands, yeah, the average reaction was like, okay, well, she won the tournament, good for her, but it's not that it uh, made uh, big headlines to, to say that. So maybe if gives you a little explanation inside how how that how it works in the Netherlands regarding Definitely. tennis. Let's start with the immediate uh, for Botic, and I'm talking about the coaching change. Uh, that's where I sort of actually first came across you just a few days ago. I saw you tweeting about this. He has now got 
uh, Sven Grunewald, and I'm probably mispronouncing that too. Uh, of course, and, and Sven was associated with Maria Sharapova, Monica Sellers, and Roger Federer, among others. Tell us about this coaching change, if you like, in, in Botic's um, situation. Well, uh, yeah, just to pronounce it this way, to say this way, it was more, almost uh, like uh, a gift from heaven for, for Botic because okay. he was really uh, looking for some stability in, in his coaching, uh, um, uh, yeah, with his coaching, because he split with his former coach, uh, Peter Lukassen, uh, that was in February. Um, they worked uh, almost one year and a half together. And it just, yeah, didn't work out anymore. Um, so he, he was looking for some stability. Um, so he when got did they some... split? Did they split like a few weeks ago? Or no, or no, he... no. Uh, I think Peter and and Botic, they split. Uh, I think it was around February. Okay. It was yeah. It was around the Rotterdam tournament. Mm -hmm. There things were already yeah. I would say boiling. Between mm. uh, and then and, and, well, boiling, but they couldn't. Yeah, the the things didn't go well anymore. And um, I think after Rotterdam, they uh, they decided to, to split. Um, so Botic uh, got some help from the Dutch Tennis Association uh, okay. with, with the coach, and also Paul Haras, the Davis Cup captain, uh, was there for one or two weeks to help him. Mm -hmm. But yeah, in a in a situation where Botic was uh, is uh, like he's he's a top thirty player, so you need uh, to act soon to to get your things straight again. Because yeah, he's in an important phase of his career, of course. So um, actually, I was a little bit surprised that that uh, the, that he uh, yeah started to work with with Groeneveld because um, <clears throat> Groeneveld. Was more in in uh, the, the 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 how do you say it? Uh, was uh, most of the time working with with female players, okay. um, like uh, with Andreescu, but he also got of course a stint with Tara Daniel and also uh, with with a Chinese player uh, Wu Yibing. So, mm -hmm. but he was not in that in that circle of of the ATP players, top fifty ATP players, if I can say it that way, and. Mm -hmm. um, so it was, uh, yeah, everybody uh, didn't mention his name like he could be the man for Botic. So uh, so it was a little bit surprised. But what makes Groeneveld, I think, really a good uh, coach at this moment for Botic is that uh, Groeneveld is really an, an, an easygoing person, but uh, straight. Uh, also, uh, you already mentioned he has a lot of experience. Um, but he's also uh, a point of rest. If you just look at the man, you, he, he has that charisma, which yeah gives uh, players some kind of a, a, yeah um, yeah that just feel comfortable. And um, we also spoke with Esther Vergeer uh, uh, two days ago. Okay, uh, she also worked with with Groeneveld and. Uh, she also said that that he's really uh, a, a person. Of course, he can work on your technique, but he's also a, a good person, a good coach for the mental side. And that's the mental side. That's something Botic really, yeah. The, this I think the biggest thing where he now needs to work on because we all 
we all see that he has a big game. He has a good serve. He has good volleys. He's, he's, he's a good mover. Uh, but the mental part of his game aspect, that's something which, which he can improve, uh, I think. And uh, I think Groenefeld is really the, the guy for that, for that, uh, for that part. Um, so yeah, have you spoken, uh, Franklin? Have you spoken to Botic uh, recently? By the way, uh, no, not yet. I tried to approach him, uh, but uh, yeah, they were just uh, busy. But he gave an interview to the colleagues of uh, Dutch colleagues of uh, Ziggo Sport, uh, which okay. they are on site in in Rome, and there, mm -hmm. yeah, he was. He, he's he's really happy with 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 uh, to to uh, to have. Groeneveld now on his side. Um, he called him uh, a couple of weeks ago, and they had uh, some, yeah, a few uh, conversations uh, about working together. And the funny thing about this is, and then you see how things can go, and you have to sometimes have to be a little bit, uh, of, yeah, you have to be lucky because Groeneveld was working with uh, Linda Frufitova in Miami and Indian Wells. Mm -hmm. uh, they had uh, a trial. And after the, those couple of weeks, they decided uh, not to go further. So, but uh, what what if Groeneveld and Fufitov were working together? Then he wasn't available. So you know, it, it, it's and all of a sudden, Boti came around. Oh yeah, now uh, yeah, now he's uh, he's occupied. So so <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's also how things can work and go uh, in, in a way. So, Indeed. Uh, yeah. Um, it was interesting you mentioned the mental side of the game. We we know how big that is, of course, at the top. Um, he had a really bruising, difficult defeat recently to Holger Rune, including, you know, break advantages in, in the deciding set. Um, he also had four championship points, I believe, against Holger yeah. in Munich. Um, that seemed like a really tough defeat. Uh, what's your thoughts, Franklin? Yeah, it's really it, it was a really tough tough defeat. Um, there were two camps after that match. It, there was some kind of a, a camp. If I'm, uh, we're feeling the reactions like he's he's giving it away again. Uh, and uh, but there was also a, a side, and I'm also on that side. Like uh, these moments when you are uh, having championship point, you you're going almost win to your first ATP title it's yeah almost the biggest achievement in your career so far and that's something in which you are working to when you're starting to, when you are becoming a tennis pro so I'm a tennis player myself of course on a very low amateur level but mm -hmm. I can you can you can imagine what kind of uh, what 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 is doing what it is doing to to your yeah to your mind when you're feeling you're almost at the finish and um but uh, he has now got that experience. Uh, he has also got that experience of reaching the final of an ATP tournament now uh, two times. And um, I'm convinced, and a lot of people have that, has that, that he is going to win an ATP title. I mean, he has the game for it. Uh, but yeah, it, it's sometimes you just uh, uh, have to, yeah, have that, that push that that things are going to fall the, your way and again i think uh with with groenefeld now on his side it's going yeah he's the man that 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 i think uh yeah it, it, it should happen uh, at at some point 
Botic and, and Alex Alejandro, Davidic Fakina, and now, of course, Jan Leonard Struff. These are three players, um, slightly different ages. Uh, Botic is, is obviously younger than Jan Leonard. Jan Leonard is 33. But I do, I do worry. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think Botic will almost certainly win a title at some point. But take Jan Leonard uh, after seeing him uh, up close on Sunday after that loss. It was tough because obviously it was a close match. Uh, Botic, of course, having championship points. And and you you do, like Jan Leonard in particular at 33, I do worry that that, that might be it. You know, the, okay, it was a Masters 1000. It wasn't a 250 or a 500, but with with you just never know when you know it could be on Jabur on the on the grand slam side on 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 the women's side we've seen Nishikori as well in the past in terms of grand slams and and songa and you think oh it'll be you know you, you always get the speeches afterwards and it, it could well, be nice. assume with with his yeah, streak, with right now Felix, yeah but although he's broken his duck yeah his of course but it was yeah long, uh, in yeah. Rotterdam I believe as well of course yeah I mean what yeah. a what a beautiful story that would be if Botic could get his first ATP title in Rotterdam yeah it's it, it, it's it's the yeah it's it suits his game I would say the the hard courts so uh but the 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 marriage between Rotterdam and and Botic is not that <laughs> it's not that uh, special so far but um is is that a, is that yeah. a pressure thing too is it you do, do you think how does he feel about playing at home uh, yeah it's it's, it's a, he, he has told in the past that it's when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, we seem to have lost uh, Franklin there. Maybe his uh, battery has run out. But I'm sure we will be returning to that point when uh, Franklin returns, which hopefully he will do in a second. Uh, just having a quick look, though, at that final in Munich. I will just share it up on the screen uh, in the meantime. And hopefully, ah, here's Franklin now. Yeah, we're back again. Do All good, him? Franklin. So just yeah. yeah, just tell us about uh, you know Botic and and his relationship with 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 the Rotterdam crowd and the tournament itself. Yeah, he's uh, the he doesn't have that uh, special relation so far with Rotterdam concerning the the achievements he, he's got uh, so far. But um, it also has to do with with uh, the, the I think the mental side of it. If he arrives in form in Rotterdam. At a certain point, things are falling his way. Then, uh, of course, he has it in it in in his game to reach the final there as well. Uh, but of course, it is always Rotterdam is always a strong tournament. Of course, uh, if you see uh, the, the past winners, of course, we had Medvedev now uh, with the most recent winner. They played each other, Van der Zandschulp and uh, and Medvedev in the. It was I think in the second round. Yes. And that was just a one-sided match for 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 Medvedev, and then that's also where you see uh, the the things where Botic uh, also uh, how far he is. I think 
in his career so far if if you're looking at the opponents like he's he's yeah. playing uh, Djokovic uh, last year uh, he's playing Nadal at uh, Roland Garros and, and twice Wimbledon last year. Wimbledon as well, yeah. yeah yeah but you see uh, there's still a big gap in in terms of um, not in terms of the, uh, um, the, the 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 how he hits the ball but more of his mindset that is convinced that he can also beat those guys. While if he's going to play against, for example, Ojeda Asim, uh, Cameron Norrie, uh, Taylor Fritz, he knows he can beat those guys. But they are also have been or are top ten, you know. So that's also something uh, that he that that's for him the next step that he's convinced he also maybe can beat guys from the top five. You know, that, that, that's also something. Yeah. I spoke to Botic at a press conference after that defeat to Rafa Nadal. Uh, it was quite fresh, if you like. It was just, you know, 20 minutes before. Uh, it was a pretty close match. I think it was four sets and one of the, the decider was a, a tiebreaker. So, you know, could easily yeah. have gone to a fifth. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I think I got the impression that that um, that he felt okay. You know, he played him on clay just a few weeks before and probably had no answer at Roland Garros. But here he was certainly very competitive uh, against the second or third best player in the world on grass, yeah. possibly. I mean, certainly a contender for the title until he got injured. So there was probably not too many regrets. But as you say, this is, this is where we're at with Botic. I do have a question as well, though. You mentioned, of course, that about that US Open run on a, on a, on a hard mm -hmm. court. Yeah. Really, though, before the he's now 27, and I think that yep. was in 2021, if I'm right. Um, yeah. What we had five, so we've got Carlos Alcaraz, of course. We've seen since the age of 18. We remember Boris Becker at the age of 17. We we saw Rafa at 19. Now I know these are legend or potential legends of the sport, but you know we saw Pass at a young age, and yet occasionally we do have a guy. You know, whether it be Jan Leonard Struff at 33 or Botic when he was 25, just sort of, oh, okay, this guy is a contender. And 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 since since 2021, he's been in third rounds, fourth rounds, and so yeah. on and so forth at, at the major tournaments. Um, did it come as a surprise to you and other members of the Dutch media, or or was it kind of like we're waiting for this guy? Um, well, it was uh, it, it, before um, his, his huge open run, let's say before 2021, he was always hanging around Botic in, in the futures and the challengers. And all of a sudden, slowly, he, he, he qualified for the Grand Slams. It started uh, in Australia. And then yeah. it's just, I think, a matter of just uh, getting more uh, self-confidence. Yeah. It's, it's maybe a very uh, easy way to say it, but he just yeah got the feeling, hey, I'm now uh, among these guys. I can do it. And, uh, and of course, uh, what I already mentioned, he has the game to hurt uh, almost yeah, every player if, if he wants. Uh, and so also regarding if you're looking at that, it's, it's really uh, with, with this game. He, um, yeah, it's almost uh, that's also why he got so fast uh, all of a sudden now uh, become became a top 100 player he's playing uh, les loger i think tomorrow in rome um what do you think in terms of this this change uh, on the coaching situation but also his future 
what um, what do you think in terms of his game, aside from the mental side that I know you touched on, what other parts of his game do you think he might need to improve with, with Hörnerfeld uh, to help him take that step towards the title? Yeah, um, a good, uh, good question because also his, his serve in potential, he has a big, uh, big serve, but uh, the, the, yeah, I think it's almost a, a year now that he's some kind of has some when he's under pressure in a match then he's mm-hmm. starting also to struggle with the serve especially his second serve sometimes he has this face in in a match when he is yeah there's there are coming more and more double faults and um, he's aware of that and uh, he already last year tried to change his second serve a little bit with the, with the motion and things like that but uh it's it's i think it's still not there where it should be uh, because also he's he's yes he's, he's, he's pretty tall and uh, he, sh- he he can make uh, more of it. Uh, he also has a good kick serve, especially on clay. So he, he could he could also uh, take more advantage of that. Um, but yeah, especially under pressure, maybe on hard courts, on grass, uh, his, his serve is really something that's which uh, where space for improvement. And it's hard court where you would probably expect that title to come. Although, of course, we had a clay court tournament in Munich where you got to the yeah, final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, difficult to say, to be honest. Uh, I think because, he, yeah, he is like all Dutch players. We grew up at uh, at clay courts. So, okay. uh, and, and yeah, he also uh, liked to play on clay courts because that's also the, the funny side of the game of Botic. He also can... Uh, most of the people see him as an attacking player, which I can understand because of his powerful strokes. But he also uh, has it in his to defend, like to stand uh, four meters behind the baseline and just slicing, playing top spin, and and, and just keep the ball in play. You know. Um, so what I mean to say is, he also yeah, it, it also could be on clay to, to that he also grabbed his first title, which of what you were mentioning, uh, he, he didn't. He, he did also reach the final in Munich t- two times. So, but I think I yeah. think that week he got to Munich was that the same week that was the same week as Barcelona because I fortunately I've been traveling as well and uh, I was in Estoril and you said Estoril was Estoril one of your first tournaments as a journalist? Uh, my first was uh, actually. Uh, <laughs> Started quite big. It was Indian Wells. Oh, that's not Which, a bad one. Yeah, it's but uh, <laughs> when you are quite new to to the to the to the environment, then uh, all of a sudden, because have you been to Indian Wells? No, I haven't. No. Uh, okay, we, because then you had the situation. Then you also could, yeah, just you have a shared dining area, things like that. Mm. So uh, yeah, when you're starting, when you're starting a journey, and you all of a sudden sit uh, on the same table like it was Del Potro at that uh-huh. moment. Um, yeah, it's it's not done to 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 be uh, um, how do you say it overwhelmed, especially yeah. uh, when you're a, a young guy uh, who's starting uh, his journey. But but yeah, it, it, it's something you have to experience. And uh, but uh, yeah, but uh, it it was it was nice to 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 have that experience. Franklin, a uh, big thank you to you uh, for joining us today and fingers crossed for Botic and uh, his fans, both in the Netherlands and elsewhere, 
uh, that he can make that breakthrough and, and finally get a tournament. Yeah, anytime. It was nice. Thanks for having me. Take care, Franklin. Have a good day. Yeah, cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.